This week on our community Discord stage, we're talking about the spring 2022 anime season and our favorite shows that are currently releasing, as well as one that is yet to come out and a few we are not so happy with. If you want to join in on the shenanigans and catch this podcast live, you can do so every Monday at 8 p.m. Mountain Time on the Spontaneous Discord server. And if you want to send in any of your own questions, you can do so live or send them in by email to spontaneous at gmail.com. Hello and welcome back to the weekly community Discord stage. We're going to be talking a lot about anime today. I'm absolutely pumped. There are tons and tons and tons of good shows that have come out. I'm actually really impressed. I'm blown away. Last season was rough. Last season had, I mean, it had a few good gems here and there, but for the most part this season, I think I've, I've watched most of the shows and I'm really excited to see more of them. Last season, it was more of, I watched a few shows and I I watched a bunch of them and I was just like, all right, we'll see where a few of these are going. I've been spending a bit of time going and looking at a bunch of the top lists of, of what people are recommending for different anime shows. And I'm surprised that most of them really seem to be very similar and very close. I know the couple of the shows that I'm really pumped for, and if you haven't had a chance to check them out yet, oh my god, I, I can't believe I missed this. Today, seven hours ago, Ascendance of a Bookworm, the second season's first episode just came out. Oh, I'm so mad that I haven't seen that yet. It's one of my favorite shows, and it, it's one of these weird ones where it's not really a super f- like high action, high entertainment, like super... It's it's not just it's constant it's not constantly on the go with with tons of things happening, uh, except for well I, I I mean that that's not entirely true there is a lot of stuff going on in the show it's very busy, and there's a lot of kind of is it could we word it more of like political action that's not the right term for it right our characters are always presented with struggles and things to overcome and things to push their way through. But it's never done. It's never done on a physical, like uh, battle action kind of way. It's it's always it's more of like a mind game or a person and a p- perseverance kind of show, if that makes sense. With just kind of the things the characters are going through. I don't really know how to explain it very well. I just absolutely love it. It a sentence of the bookworm. It gives this really awesome slice of life vibe, but with a bit of but with this adventure feel, even though it shouldn't really have it. I don't really know how else to word it. It's uh, I'm 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 super pumped for it. But I was surprised. One of the shows I wasn't sure if I was gonna like is called. Oh, excuse me. It is Spy X Family. It's this. Uh, okay, let me let me grab a synopsis here of the show because when I first read it, I was like, uh, I don't really know if I'm gonna like this. Anime. What is it? Anime 2022. I think if I search that, the list I'm looking for. Yeah, from my anime list. Okay, here we go. Spy X Family. So this is a... The way this one goes, this is for the agent known as Twilight, no order is too tall if it is for the sake of peace. Operating as Westalis's master spy, Twilight works tirelessly to, pre- to prevent extremists from sparking a war with neighboring country Ostania. 
For his la- for his land <laughs> for his latest mission, he must investigate Otanian political Donovan Desmond by infiltrating his son's school, the prestigious Eden Academy. Thus, the agent faces the most difficult task of his career: get married, have a child, and play family. Twilight or Lord Forger quickly adopts the uh, the unassuming orphan Anya to play the role of a six year old daughter and prospective Eden Academy student. For a wife, he comes. Okay, I don't want to read any more of that because it's that's that's later on episodes. Um, none of that's happened in the first episode. The way that's first set up is that you see it really feels like it's going to be just this weird slice of life kind of thing but on on a very low key somehow they're they're spies but they're not but the first episode is actually full of a ton of crazy action there's a lot of stuff going on i think the best part of it so far is the little girl has this i I don't want to say it without spoiling it she has this we'll call it an intuition that's far beyond anything that anybody should be able to have and because of this she understands things and hears things that she shouldn't be and so she has this huge advantage over everything that's going on where we've got this older spy who's trying to be a spy but also play the role as kind of a dad where he wants to uh do really well as his spy with his task but he doesn't want to get too attached to her uh but but you know so it's kind of like this this back and forth thing there but while this is all going on he's trying to keep his whole spy thing under wraps she just understands everything that's going on and she just kind of goes with it but she also is still a kid so there's still moments where she easily gets distracted and kind of persuaded with certain things and it's just it's an absolutely incredible dynamic i love it so much and i'm really excited to see you in the next episode or to see how it goes with the next episode when is this it's it's even okay here's the crazy thing it's even ranked number 11 on myanimelist.com and it just came out it's got a ranking of 9.02 that's unheard of rarely do we ever get shows with this kind of ranking coming in uh where it it feels like the show's fairly not well known unless it was very popular as a manga i have no idea uh, or sorry it's yeah its source was a manga so i have no idea but uh, yeah, it says it's it's demographic is shonen, which makes sense. I'm just oh god, I'm so pumped for it. It's so good, it's absolutely incredible. I know there's a couple other shows that are really really good too. We've got another season of Kaguyama-sama: Love Is War. I was never huge into this, but I know a few of my friends that are absolutely pumped for it. They're they're super super ready to go for anything to do with Kaguyama-sama or Kaguyasama. I'm I I don't know. Typically, shows like that, I enjoy. But this one was strange for me. I couldn't really get into it. I The back and forth between the characters was kind of fun, but I don't know. It just seemed forced and a little bit too off for me. It could have just been the mood that I was in when I was watching it. I don't know. I'm going to give it another shot. One of the shows that I want to like, and I don't know if I do yet, is I don't know how it's properly pronounced, but it's Therme Rome Nove or something like that. It's this show about it's an anime about this guy from back in Roman times where he uh, his parents, I think it's like past like through generation after generation, his family would all or the males in the family would always build bathhouses within the kingdom. And they, they built incredible ones and they I guess they were pretty well known for him. And this kid, he doesn't have the same kind of strength and go get him attitude that his grandfather had and his father had. But he has this ability where when he goes in and uh, enters the the uh, he goes enters the bathhouse and goes underwater, he like transports between like old Roman time and then back into the present day time. And it is so cool. But at the same time, it's kind of boring and I don't really know if I like it yet. So it's it's kind of strange. Hey, Casper, how's it going? Oh, your stream crashed. 
Ah, oh, that sucks. I heard it was, you were making some comments about how it was starting to go down, and I was like, oh, crap, this is when I have to go. <laughs> hopefully it wasn't too, hopefully things didn't, like, break too badly on you, and you could, you were able to at least give it somewhat of a, of a, of a normal a wrap up for it. But yeah, we're talking about a bunch of anime today because the new season came out and oh, 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 the shows, oh, they are so good. We just talked about Spy X Family and then uh, Kaguya-sama and uh, we just wrapped up on the Therme Rome Nova. I don't know how to pronounce it, <laughs> but it it's it's uh, it's a weird one. There's so a show that's popped up on a few different places and I haven't seen it yet is Vampire in the Garden. I'm not sure when this is supposed to start. It's supposed to be out on Netflix. I think. You know what? I'm going to open up Netflix right now and we're going to we're going to see is the show there cuz I oh okay. So on TikTok, if you guys frequent TikTok, there is an ad that came up a few times for me where it's this little projector thing that you can plug your phone into. And your, or your phone connects to it, and then it projects basically your screen onto a wall or a ceiling. So I ordered it. Because I've been having a lot of problems with my PS4, where my PS4 seems to be incapable of playing Prime Video. Anytime I go to watch anything on Amazon Prime, like everything else works. But in the Amazon Prime app, everything loads fine, everything opens fine. But when I go to watch something from it, it always says there's some sort of error and it cancels and it's just like, you know, go to this website, see if you can find something that'll help you if this persists. Every time I go back to the website, there's nothing there that helps me. I have no idea. So I, and there's a ton of shows that I, and a couple movies I really want to watch, but I try to watch them before I go to bed. Cause I, you know, when I'm winding down, relaxing. So I ended up, so because of that, and I was just like, you know, maybe I'll just get the projector, right? Because then I can lay in bed, project a, the show up onto the wall or onto the ceiling, lay it and lay it there, you know, with my headset on and have a great time. So I, I got, so I, I ordered, I ordered that and it just came in today. So if this vampire in the garden's in, I might be trying this out. Although, no, that's not true because I, I missed the, the launch of Ascendance of a Bookworm season two. So I got to watch that today. Seven hours ago. I got to remember that. Mondays. Mondays are now the best day. <laughs> I love them because of the, the weekly Discord, community Discord stage, but now also because of a sentence of a bookworm. Oh, it's going to be good. But all right. What do... Where is it? Okay. What's it, what's, it, what's, it, what's it called again? This show is called Vampire in the Garden. Vampire in... Oh, oh I guess depending on the region I might not get it vampire in the garden I see it episodes and info there's nothing I don't think it's out yet this title will appear in my list when it becomes available okay so it doesn't exist yet that's fair all right it's not a thing yet but apparently it's supposed to be pretty good I'm here's the next one that I'm very very confused and not sure about is there's a 3D animated Ghost in the Shell. It's called like SAC 2045. There's a second season to it now. But the animation didn't look very good from the first season. So I don't understand how it was able to go. Most of the reviews that I've seen, it's talking about how they weren't a fan of the first season. And things were a little bit weird. But the, the apparently the trailer for season two looks pretty good. So I guess we'll see where that one goes. I have no idea. But I, I might give it more of a shot because I am a big Ghost in the Shell fan. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's a, okay, another one that keeps getting recommended to me is Tiger and Bunny 2. 
again, it's one of those weird 3D ones that I'm just not really a fan of. It's it's supposed to be pretty wild, pretty wacky. Some people say it's not definitely on the same level, but it's got some feels of things along the lines of One Punch Man mixed with My Hero Academia. But I don't I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't really convince me enough to go and try out the anime Tiger and Bunny 2. I honestly I don't know. It's uh I don't know, the animation for it, it's just weird. It's got this weird 2D, 3D kind of mix that just I don't it it feels like it feels like it's a hybrid where it's it's like a you know how children I mean children the children show Power Rangers you know how that show set up it feels like this is the transition between Power Rangers believing children show but going into more of like the older you know, like trying to be for older teens but keeping a really bad quality of 3D animation or not bad quality but just an awkward quality of 3D animation i think that's the best way i can explain it so i'm not really pumped for the second season at all uh a show okay 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 all right a show that i really really want to like that I really, really want to like is the Dawn of the Witch because the idea and the concept is so cool, but it has so much really strong fan service parts that it just I hate, and I it's it makes it's I struggle going through the episode. Or I struggled through the first episode because of that, but everything else was fantastic. Hey, Sir Doug, it's good to see you. Can't stay for long, but hiya. Well, hello. So, if if there was an anime. Uh, it was was it Little Witch Academia? Oh, I have to actually have to go right now. Hope you guys have fun. <laughs> All right, Sir Duncan, thanks for stopping by. Have a good one. Uh, if you guys ever watched My Witch Academia or Little Witch Academia, is that what it's called? I don't remember. Let's let me Google this. Little Witch. Yeah. Okay. So there's Little Witch Academia. I think there's a couple different names that the show goes by. But I think Little Witch Academia was the remake because there was an original and then I think they redid all of the they redid the show with different animations, I believe, later on. I can't remember. And then there's like a movie or something like that. But if you liked that, you might like the Dawn of the Witch. It's kind of got some interesting vibes somewhat like the concept. I don't know. It's 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 different enough that it's it's nothing like it so it's a terrible example but it's also close enough that you know it, it's kind of <laughs> it kind of gets us on the right line right so there's something to check out a show that blew me away with the first episode i really thought this was going to be dumb it was it was the typically this is the kind of show i love because it's just ridiculous and it and it's just it's my kind of vibe which is love after world domination which the idea behind this show was let me here i've got it here uh love after world's domination because i remember when i first read the synopsis of it i was like this sounds really bad so it's in the eyes of the public fudo aikawa and desumi megahara are sworn enemies who have nothing in common fudo also known as red galato is the leader of the hero squadron galato 5 whose mission is to bring about world peace on the other hand desumi is the minion leader of gecko a villainous organization seeking world domination however despite these differences their relationship is not quite what it seems when they are not making a show of being at each other's throats desumi and fudo continue to pursue a forbidden love going on dates baking sweets for one another and meeting up as often as they can despite their hectic schedules the two inexperienced lovebirds paved the way for their own unique relationship it it sounds i don't know when i first read it it threw up red flags because i 
it sounded like it couldn't decide what kind of show it wanted to be. There's a lot of shows that present themselves like this over the years where you just go to watch and you're just kind of like, okay, it's got a couple neat things here, a couple neat things there, but it just didn't have enough to really hook you. But this one's different, right? It somehow it's got this beautiful, magical connection of how it just ties everything together. And it's all brought together by how the two main characters interact with each other and present themselves to the world. It's really, it's really, really cool. My only concern is I think this is going to be one of those shows that it's, it has a really good, strong start, but most people aren't going to finish watching it just because it's going to get old fast. Because they don't really have any... How the first episodes establish itself is it doesn't have a lot of really exciting or... Uh, or you could say it doesn't really have anything exciting or super interesting that feels like it could continue on over the course of several episodes or, or throughout a season. It's just got this gag between the two of them and the world that they're in. And I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic with this one i'm looking forward to the next probably two episodes and then after that i'm expecting i'll probably fall off it but i'm really happy i watched the first one because the concept and the idea behind it is is super incredible and i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't change anything uh, about it uh and then yeah there, i don't know there's there's a bunch of other shows that came out there was a couple of them that have continued on i think requiem of the rose king is continuing on uh which i had a hard time getting into i couldn't i didn't really enjoy the first season a show that I'm probably going to try out eventually, but I haven't been able to yet is Don't Hurt Me, uh, My Healer. The, I, I don't remember the synopsis for this one. I, it just looks kind of weird. Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. Okay, here it is. It's called, or the Japanese version, it's Kono... Kono Healer Mendo Kusai or something like that. It's a fantasy. All they really have for the synopsis is, is a fantasy adventure comedy starring Carla, a dark elf cleric who invested too much in her insulting skills, and Alvin, a swordsman who has uh, who has to put up with her antics. Okay. All right. Now that I've read that, it, a it actually kind of sounds okay. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't have a very good rating. Its score is 6.4. It's uh, or 6.04 out of, I believe, out of a 10, and it's... I don't know. I, I'm a little bit more... Now that I've read that synopsis, I'm a little bit more interested. It's just the the front cover, the poster, it doesn't really have much going on in it. And typically when a show doesn't have much going on in the poster, it generally doesn't have much going on in the show, right? Because a lot of... A, creating a poster is one of the most important things you can do for a show. And you got to create the poster in a way that makes people interested in the show, doesn't oversell it, doesn't undersell it. It kind of it meets exactly where the show's at. Because if you oversell it, people are going to be like, dude, this is so cool. And then they're going like, okay, my expectations are, are gone. Whereas, whereas this one, it's just, it's just very bland. And it makes me feel like we're going to get a bland show. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. Try to remember if there's anything else off the top of my head. There's a show called Kingdom, which is on Crunchyroll. I think that one just started last season or the season before. It's supposed to be pretty good. I know I didn't really get into it too much because they do a mix of 2D and 3D. And I'm not a big fan of that for the most part. And there wasn't anything that really hooked me and sucked me into watching it. One of the ones that I really want to try out, though, is Salaryman's Club. I keep looking at it. And I keep thinking, hey, maybe this is going to be one that's going to gonna blow me away. 
Because the I just the title Salaryman's Club sounds kind of neat. The uh, is this is this it? No, no, that's this is the oh, yeah no here it is Salaryman's Club. So the world of corporate badminton is not as easy as it seems. Although considered a former child prodigy, Mikoto Shiratori has been living up to his potential as a badminton player for Mitsushi Bank. Due to a past incident, Mikoto tries to transition from playing doubles to singles. Nevertheless, he fails to produce positive results, much to his employees' dismay. So uh, that's not all the synopsis. That's all I'm going to really read for it, because there's there's nothing really super exciting and intense about this. But the interesting thing about it is the idea of this corporate badminton. So it's a bunch of adults in the corporate world that are that play badminton as a as a part of some sort of team or league, I don't really know. But there there's something interesting about it, right? Especially because they're all salarymen, right? Whenever you see shows and movies about salarymen or people that people that work within an industry where they 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 collect a salary it's usually thought of as something where you're working in an office punching numbers all day or you're a salesman trying to sell things and it, there's generally a vibe an atmosphere that goes with this those kinds of shows but to mix that with badminton kind of seems interesting okay i've just talked myself into checking it out all right <laughs> i'm gonna go check that out i will tell you the show that I'm really excited is going to be ending, and I'm positive it's going to be ending. I think the final episode just came out is The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest. It's another one of those really dumb shows where it seems really cool. It's got this cool concept, but it just everything ruin, is ruined by a main character being overpowered, and the only, the only issues and complications that the main character has to go through is that the show tries to present it to us as if there's an issue but really there's not because he's just going to overcome it because he's overpowered and there's nothing that uh has to be has to be dealt with or done uh now something that popped up on the crunchyroll and i don't think it's a new season i think it just came over to crunchyroll from funimation if you haven't if you guys haven't seen this yet i highly recommend going and checking out keep your hands off of isaacan it's not a top tier anime it's definitely got some problems with it uh but it's 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 definitely it's rated on more of a higher one it, it's it's really cool so first year high schooler midori asukusa loves anime so much she insists that that concept is everything in animation Though she draws a variety of ideas in her sketchbook, she hasn't taken the first step to creating anime, insisting that she can't do it alone. The producer type, Sayaka Kanamori, is the first to notice Asuka's genius. Then when it becomes clear that their classmate charismatic fashion model Tsubame Mi, uh, Mizusaki really wants to be an animator, they create an animation club to realize the ultimate world that exists in their minds. And it's this... It's this show that... It, it creates this this so we have the show that exists in like their real world but while that real world is existing and persisting they enter into their own different kind of dimension that that kind of like transition back and forth between the world where their imagination takes over and it 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 takes on this very uh, interesting art style as they move the things that they're interacting with in the real world. Like, for example, one of the characters in the show, I believe she, her dad is some big business guy. Um, she's always being followed around by this car with like her uh, her bodyguards and stuff like that. And there, there's a point, I believe, in the first episode where they decide that they're going to try and run away from them. And then it cuts to this this kind of side animation 
don't know how to explain it, but it's it transitions to them trying to escape, but in their own imaginative world. So you still see the guys chasing after them. But now as they're trying to escape, they're they're traveling through the sky on these different uh, vehicles and the people chasing them become like these different other their vehicle changes and morphs and these other things as if it's like these this this they're taking what's happening to them in the real world and their imagination is twisting it into their own warped reality of kind of this adventure that they're going on. And that's a very and that's basically the common theme of the whole show, which is super cool and super fantastic, which I highly recommend checking out. Um, oh, God, there's so many shows. What else? Some, OK, a show that surprised me and I didn't think I was going to like it is Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie, which is this. It's an anime about I believe it's a slice of life romance one between this main character who's very kind of shy and timid. He struggles with certain aspects of his life, but he has his girlfriend is uh, very fun and attractive and she has these these crazy personality twists kind of things. But I I don't really know how to explain it. They have a really good relationship with each other. And I think it's just more about the shenanigans they're they're going through and getting here. Let me I'm not explaining this very well. Let me pull up another synopsis here. Uh, the anime is called. I the, I just saw it today for the first time. I didn't know uh, about it before. Shikamori's not just a cutie. Okay, Shikamori's not just a cutie. Right here. Okay. So Shikamori seems like the perfect girlfriend. Cute, fun to be around, sweet when she wants to be, but she has a cool dark side that comes out under the right circumstances, and her boyfriend, Izumi, loves to be around when that happens. So it's kind of like there's a... Okay, yeah, so now that I've read that, there's a lot of situations that this anime is going to be setting up for us in future episodes where it's almost like... It presents itself as like he's the dude. He's kind of the more forward guy. He's a little bit shy, um, but he it's like a stereotypical like he's the guy like he's the the more timid guy in the relationship. It's like, no, no, no. OK, let me rephrase that. He is. Uh, stereotypically how you see like the dude in the relationship where he's just like, oh, you know, you're so cool. I'm really glad we're in a relationship. You're awesome. But he has this little bit of a timid side that kind of dials it back a little bit. But then she takes on the role occasionally as like the the stereotypical prince where she steps in and has this almost, this, it's like her, her her entire persona kind of shifts and changes as she protects him and, and, and saves him from these different things and is just kind of, you know, that darker, cool side to her where she, she just kind of goes from like, she swaps from being this cute, adorable girl to like this, this badass, just she's, she's the, she's in, she's in charge and she's there to help out and she knows what's, knows what's to do and what's going. It's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's, I haven't seen a show that, that does this kind of dynamic as well as how it seems to. So if, uh, if it's, if that floats your boat, definitely something worth checking out. Other than that, I don't know if there's any other anime shows that are just really jump that have really jumped out to me this season. I can scroll through. I know I don't want to talk about it too much because I do in the Son of Geek podcast uh, tomorrow. We're going to be recording our episode on this, but um, Sh Rising of the Shield Hero season two just started and Rising of the Shield Hero season one was incredible. It was so cool. It was this brand new approach to an anime that I really hadn't seen before with just our main character constantly being like crapped on and, and, and put, put in these situations where the whole world was against him and we knew it wasn't his fault. 
So we the viewers knew he wasn't the bad guy, but everybody put him into being the bad guy. So he ended up just going, all right, fine. You want to see me as the bad guy? I'm just going to be the bad guy so that I can survive. And it, it was just this, this super cool thing. So he was still helping people and trying to be good, but he was doing it from this, this perspective of just like, you know, it's like there were the general rules that have applied to a normal hero didn't apply to him because of how the world just treated him poorly. And it was so cool. So there was this really neat dynamic established from the first episode and it carried on throughout the rest of the show. At times, the dynamic started to shift and go away and then they reintroduced it through to other elements. And then season two started and it's not as good. I, I feel like season two was kind of this wake up for me where season one, when the show first came out, I was just following the hype of just the first episode and, and a bunch of these moments that carried it through. And it was just incredible and super cool. And season two didn't have any of that in the first episode. The everything that sucked us in to think the episode was really cool is just gone. It's just not there. And I don't know how I feel about it. Part of me really likes it. Because like, I, I get to see the adventure continue. But I'm not invested in it or excited for things to happen. Because we're at a point where we all the dynamics of the first season are gone. And the few that remain don't even really feel like they exist anymore. So I, I don't know really where the show is at the moment. We know where it's going to go with the story and its progression, but this the dynamic of, of us knowing the character was good and him fighting against the world that thought he was evil, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's missing. And I feel like that was one of the best parts about the show. So, we'll, uh, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. That's all I can really say. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping it, it manages to pick up and take off in, in different ways that, uh, that are that are good for it so yeah other than that i don't know there's not really anything there was skeleton knight in another world that came out i watched that it's okay it's got some pretty strong fan servicey stuff taking it in a bit of a darker direction that i'm not a big fan of i'm sad ranking of kings is gone like that's it's done it's the season's over we're gonna get another season of it eventually but season one's over you know rest in peace it was it was a fantastic show while it went and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I really got. I think this is going to be a shorter Discord stage today because I don't really have anything else that I that I want to talk about. So uh, everything that I wanted to is was just anime. Um, within the world of Project Odyssey, things are going well. I'm excited for my YouTube video this Friday. It's a different style than I usually do. It's kind of like I I my style's been shifting and now it's this of the last couple videos and then this one it's kind of like taking the same core concept of the last one but it's shifting a little more and to try something that uh, I think's going to go over a lot of uh, go over really well and uh yeah other than that I want to go watch the sentence of a bookworm so I'm going to I'm going to dip <laughs> Thanks for hanging out have yourself a fantastic rest of your day and uh from there good luck and uh cheerio and that's another episode. Thanks for hanging out this far. And if you want to catch more of my content, there's a link to my Discord in the podcast episode notes. And if you want to catch this podcast live, you can do so at 8 p.m. Mountain Time every Monday. We're hanging out talking in our Discord server. You can also find me on youtube.com slash spontaneous with weekly uploads on Fridays, as well as I'm live on twitch.tv slash spontaneous every Monday to Thursday, 8 a.m. Mountain Time to around 10 a.m. Sometimes even a little longer. Depends on what we're doing. 